What is up, y'all? What is good? This is Miss LaRay's podcast. I'm here today with Mr. Eric Davis himself. What is up, Eric? Say hello to the people. People, people. Hope everybody's good. We on Miss LaRay's podcast, and that's what we're going to do. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on. I, re- you know, have known you for a little while now since yeah, high school. Definitely, definitely. We go, you know, some definitely. years and years ago of knowing each other. Um, and I'm glad to have you on. What has been going on with you? Let us know. Plug us into your social media platforms. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, yes. My social media platform is, my Instagram is ericdavis32, E-R-R-I-C-K-D-A-V-I-S-3-2. Uh, my Facebook is Eric Davis, E-R-R-I-C-K-D-A-V-I-S. And I recently just got back on Twitter, for those who don't know. Uh, my Twitter is FreshDavis32. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay. So y'all check him out on his social media platforms. Uh, I know him as Eric, but we also know that he is also an actor and filmmaker yes. for those who have been watching him on social media. And if you haven't, that is exactly what we are here to talk about today and getting to know him up close and personal in that regard. Definitely. All right. So tell me some of the things that you've been working on lately. Um. Wow. What I've been working on lately is Respected Opinion, the podcast. Woo, clap it off to that. <laughs> Respected Opinion is doing really well. It's with a uh, close friend of mine, Sidarius, right? Okay. Uh, he's, you know, South Valley legend as well. Uh, we're working on Respected Opinion. We got new episodes coming, so mm-hmm. make sure y'all tune in for that. Tune um, in. We wrapped, you know, my new film, Homecoming. You know, so Homecoming is okay. coming soon um the trailer shit i might drop the trailer tomorrow so um y'all heard it here yeah yeah so that's what we're gonna do like we okay. just we just put it all out there we having a good time mm-hmm. uh, we're having a good time creating um i'm loving the process i'm loving everybody who is contributing mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's just wonderful i just love creating and i love the people who um help me do that mm-hmm. and I'm learning as much as I can and we're getting better so that's the most important thing yeah I agree with you so to get close and personal with you so with some of the things that are going on in the media starting out is Instagram is right. deciding to remove the ability to see how many people have liked your post right. um, based on others seeing it and liking it what do you think about that um Wow, what do I think about that? I I think it helps us, but hurt us hurts us at the same time. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, people, you know, with with when it comes to building a following, a lot of people um, put a lot into building a following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, as far as in the industry I'm in, as far as casting directors and producers and things like that you kind of have to have a following because they're like, okay, how are you going to benefit me besides your performance? Right. You know? Yeah, and that um, speaks to investment. Yeah, like, definitely. And me investing my time definitely. in you. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I spoke to a casting director not too long ago, and he's like, hey, DC Young Fly, when I first you know, found out about him, he had 3 million followers already. And it's like, right. wow, that's, that's a lot. That's a big you know? jump. It's a big start. A, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like... Uh, you know, for Instagram to take away the likes, it's like it, like I said before, it kind of helps us, but it hurts us at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then what about my Instagram models who be twerking? You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'll be looking, I'll be looking. I mean, you know, I love the look. All of us love the look. Um, but it does create a larger following. And that's kind of yeah, something it does. I, it does. I have been looking at too, like for people who, for even me following, like as my followers, I'm not going to get out here and get, you know, half naked for a like or right. a, or a, a following but there are women out here who will be willing to do that and they get more likes than anything and that that change has you know transitioned into feeling like you have to go to that route to get that level of following or likes do you think this affects those who are trying to build a brand when it comes to their engagement with the social um, media I definitely yeah I'm one of those people who mm -hmm. um, I don't have the following I feel like you know, I want to have. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it definitely hurts, you know, people like me who are trying to build a bigger following and, you know, trying to get more attention when it comes to their craft mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that. But, you know, my advice to myself and, and yeah, that's, that's my biggest thing. I don't put too much into the likes. I put more into uh, the actual finished products of whatever I put out, you know, so whatever mm -hmm. I create, whatever I put out, you know, as long as it has a positive impact in some way, somehow, then I'm satisfied with myself and, and what, you know, I've created. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with you. Um, I feel like as long as you have worked towards that, yeah. that's the best thing that can make you susceptible to not having to worry about what social media brings and what the concept of what that looks Definitely. like is for you as your brand. Yeah. Um, do you think it will affect your ability to promote your brand? Uh... Let's see. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I, I don't I don't mind the likes, though. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the likes. Um, Instagram's trying something new without the likes. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird. I'm trying to get used to it. Um, but at the same time, for people like me who are trying to build a following, mm -hmm. and, you know, it kind of hurts us at the same time. Now, if you already have the following, then boom, you good. It don't matter. They can put elephants as a damn following. And you will still be good. Because your name already stood. Your name already out there. Right. But, you know, when you are an up-and-coming <laughs> actor, up-and-coming podcaster, a host, or mm -hmm. a producer, whatever, casting directors and everybody else, they're going to want that following. You they're going to want it. You know, and I, mm -hmm. I agree. I, to be honest, as a podcaster myself, I'm sitting here like, well, because yeah. what, what else yeah. do I build off of? Um, for those who may want to invest in my podcast or those who may take me seriously yeah. and say I want to be on her podcast, what does that look like for them? And if the likes are taken away and eventually what else is next, you know, so far as exactly. the numbers, uh, I, I try not to be, I don't believe that I am purpose driven um, other than the fact that I know that this is what drives my purpose. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to numbers, that kind of does drive some of the things that you want to accomplish in what you're doing, 100%, 100%. you know? So that's a big thing in the media going on right now is like, does the, does the likes matter? And I think it goes back to some of the things I've been talking about in my past, I think, couple episodes is like, are you purpose-driven or numbers-driven? Mm -hmm. Well, Instagram is getting ready to test that, it seems like. Of course. <laughs> They're definitely testing that. They're definitely testing that. So let's switch over to uh, another thing that's going on in media is Tyler Perry just built a large studio. It's, like It's amazing, right? I mean, it's, it's to see us, amazing. capital U.S., what, us doing yeah, that? It's amazing. It is 
extremely amazing. What do you think about his journey made him so successful? <laughs> wow, Tyler Perry. Um, Tyler Perry is the blueprint of um, what the definition of a creator is. Mm -hmm. um, he's definitely one of my biggest inspirations. Mm -hmm. And to see where we are now mm -hmm. as far as Black Hollywood, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and to know that he is the centerpiece of that, mm -hmm. he created that that narrative. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Steve Harvey's podcast, and he's like, "Listen, I've been on lots for Warner Brothers, and mm -hmm. I've been on every other lot in Hollywood, and then I came to Tyler Perry's lot, and he said it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen." Um, for an individual to have that that vision and for it to actually come to life and for him to actually be providing opportunities for us mm -hmm. is what's so amazing. And um, Tyler Perry is, wow, he's, he's just, he, as you can tell, I'm, I'm speechless mm -hmm. because for a person to provide as many opportunities for the culture as he does and he also... You know, has built Tyler Perry Studios. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing, and it's it's something that will go down in history as one of the biggest biggest um, things that we as African Americans have ever experienced. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, do you feel like it has now started a foundation for what we can thrive to be like? So, for instance. Barack Obama was right. the person that made us feel like we could be president now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And now Tyler Perry has made us feel like this is what we can now do in black Hollywood, in black filming, in what it took us so long to get here type of stuff where Denzel Washington mm -hmm. was like one of the first black African-American actors and Halle Berry was one of the first African-American uh, female actors that made us see a precedent yeah. into what filmmaking and acting looks like. And now we have Tyler Perry who has his own studios. I feel like, um, like I said, I feel like he's the blueprint. So mm -hmm. with, with him being the blueprint, he started it in yeah. a sense um, for creativity. You know, he went from being homeless to Mm -hmm. Him writing, mm -hmm. then from him actually bringing his visions to life in his plays, mm -hmm. and then boom, Hollywood with his movies, mm -hmm. and then he's just been going up the ladder from right. there. Um, I feel like people like, uh, you know, Lisa Ray. Mm -hmm. I mean, not Lisa Ray. I'm sorry, Issa Ray. Issa Ray. Yes. Yeah. Issa Ray. Clap it off to um, her. Yeah. Issa Ray is amazing as well. She's kind of. Uh, followed in his in his footsteps mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. as far as creating her own lane. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, Speed. I was actually a fan of Awkward Black Girl on YouTube, so mm -hmm. I used to watch Issa Rae. Yeah, you know, me I used too. to constantly watch Issa Rae. You know, boom, shopped it to um, who she shopped it to. I think it's on H it's, HBO. Yeah, HBO shopped it to HBO, mm -hmm. and then boom, it's Insecure. Insecure. Once I saw that formula. I kind of went with the same thing as well as far as with my Trapper series and everything else. Yes. It's like you have to create your own lane. Mm -hmm. um, and Tyler Perry has started that. So uh, Tyler Perry, Issa Rae, Ava, everybody else, um, 
I love Lena Waithe. Uh, mm-hmm. Lena, we gonna work together soon. Um, Let them know. Yeah, Lena, <laughs> Lena, I'm letting you know now. We're gonna work together soon. Uh, Lena does, Lena's amazing too. Um, mm-hmm. Lena is the definition of creativity at its finest. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is her writing mm-hmm. and, you know, the things she, the things that come to life from her writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of The Shy. Uh, I love The Shy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my one of my friends, Burgundy Baker. Burgundy's doing an excellent job on The Shy. Uh, Jacob Lattimore. Um, everybody on The, on the Shy is doing an amazing job. And Lena created that vision. And mm-hmm. now, you know, we have a show about Chicago. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's At a time where a lot of violence and... Um, you know, Chicago was being seen in a very dark light. It is. And, and it became yeah. the, like, origin and the center of what we want to portray as the issues of America in yeah. violence, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, definitely. it became, it started at one point to be something as bigger than North New York or yeah, uh, south side of Compton, Compton itself, you know, um, Crenshaw. And now Chicago, and it's like, it became that center of that. And so to see her be able to do something that magical to to envelop it in a way that allowed us to see what is going on, you got to give her kudos and clap offs to that. Like I said, Lena is um, is actually my favorite writer in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, She motivated me to start writing my own material. That's Um, awesome. She was one of the... Um, one of the people who motivated me to, you know, start writing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Besides me doing, you know, a shitty ass job in auditions in the beginning mm-hmm. of my acting career, um, that's when I was like, yo, I'm just gonna write my own my own stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. know how these characters should be, or or how I want to portray these characters. Once mm-hmm. uh, I saw Lena and I saw her work ethic and how hard she works and. Um, the opportunities she were she was providing for you know African American people. Mm-hmm. I'm like she's amazing. Yeah, you know, so definitely yeah, shout out to Lena Wave. Okay, okay, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like she has a lot of great work. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything that Tyler Perry has done that you would like to borrow for your success with acting? Everything. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's the blueprint, which means he has the formula. He he has the formula. And what I, I mean, mean clearly, that, he's, yeah. he's been successful. <laughs> what, I mean, what I mean by that is what Tyler Perry, uh, the energy he's put into Hollywood, um, it, it's not just for, you know, actors or creators. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's examples that he's set for just life. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is if you have a vision never stop chasing that vision never do whatever you have to do in order to make it the vision become clear Mm -hmm. and from that point on the only way to go is up yeah and he's like i said he's created that that's why um i was telling you earlier um you know nipsey hustle you know he the definition of the marathon is with your dreams, businesses, whatever, mm-hmm. it's 
it takes you through every emotion when you give it your all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry was that example of, you know, giving it his all, and now he sees this success, and we as people see the success. Mm-hmm. Um, so he motivates people like myself, you, and other other people as well, other mm-hmm. creators, and that's the beautiful part about it. And um, the the thing that I love the most about it is that it's going to multiply. Yes, yeah. I think that's significant. Yeah. And and that to me means more than anything because it's it you know, the journey is hard. It's long, it's yeah. a marathon, mm-hmm. as Nipsey Hustle has yeah. always said. Yeah. But the thing about it is once you've reached that pinnacle mm-hmm. um of success that you feel is now at a point where you have gotten to where you are wanting to go. You should also thrive to help others as well to of succeed. Course, of course. Um, enlighten them on what it means to succeed in the way that, you know, we all are trying to get there. And so uh, I hope that that's where he takes it. And I feel like, you know, he has done that for a lot of actors. He's got mm-hmm. gotten a lot of um, opportunity to give a lot of headlight to those who never had a headlight in their careers before. And so right. I think that's key. So now I want to talk to you about Terrence Howard. So recently, he started talking about retiring from acting. He did, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little hurt by that. Yeah, I'm a little hurt by that. I was a little too, because I'm like, dang, Terrence, you've been in all the movies. I'm a, I'm a little hurt <laughs> by that simply because I feel like, well, a couple of reasons. Um, I feel like acting is something you can do until you, shit, until you die. I feel like acting is something you, you really can. can. Do. I feel like you know, I look at anything that you create. You know what I mean? Yeah, I look at yeah, you know some of the people who've been motivational for myself, you look at Sidney Poitier, and mm-hmm. I look at films from the 50s and the 60s that he was in, mm-hmm. and then you have people like Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at her as far as longevity, you know, and um, rest in peace, John Witherspoon, I, that longevity. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I yes. feel like acting is one of those things that you can do for a long time mm-hmm. until, you know, God calls you home. And, you know, Terrence Howard is amazing. Terrence Howard has accomplished a lot in his acting career. He's definitely become, you know, one of the heavyweights mm-hmm. in, in, in our industry. And, you know, the first time I saw Terrence Howard, um, one of my favorite movies is The Jackson 5 and American Dream. He was playing Jackie Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, and from that point, I just started doing research on him. And, you know, of course, I was a big fan of The Best Man. And, oh, yes. You know, so Terrence has done a lot. Of course, Empire. Mm-hmm. and um, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, Terrence, you might as well stay, man. Like Might as know, well at this point. You might as well, <laughs> you know. um but I know the journey can get tough, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it can. And I mean, I, I don't know if he's at that point where he's like, you know, I've accomplished everything I need to accomplish with this. I want to spend time with my family, my kids. Like, you never know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, as a fan of him, as a fan of Terrence Howard, you might as well do it, man. Until you're 100 years old. <laughs> you know? Y'all heard it. Yeah, do it until you're Terrence, you hear it? Yeah. So my question to you is, what do you think? could cause you i know there are many things that we may not feel like can cause us to walk away from our craft what do you think could cause you or what do you think you could relate to as to why it would cause him to walk away from his craft um let me see for terrence for terrence howard 
I feel like he's he's at that point in his life where he probably wants to spend uh, more time with his family and friends and his loved ones. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for for me, I haven't. I can't really answer that question because I haven't accomplished anything yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I I haven't really accomplished anything yet. You mm-hmm. know, I'm still working to get to a certain point in Hollywood. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I feel like, you know, it's just, you know, when you, when you get older and you start to have families and. You know, things like that. Sometimes you just want to spend more time with them. You feel yeah. like you don't have nothing else to prove in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like Terrence Howard is. I agree with you. Now, He, you know, even though we say we're not ready to see him retire yet and yeah. leave the game, I do feel like he has put so much work out. You know, sometimes we can burn ourselves out in what yeah, we are doing. Definitely. You know, like, definitely. for instance, um, some of the actors that are no longer acting anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. They feel like they've done their part and now they're ready to sit back and relax and enjoy what they're doing. Danny Glover, you know, he's yeah. not somebody who is constantly in movies. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is not constantly in movies. Now, he did do Blackish. Yeah, he did. I, I love but, him in Blackish. Yeah, he was like, pretty love, good in that. I love him in Blackish. Blackish but, is one of those shows where it, it teaches positivity mm-hmm. and it teaches us lessons that aren't talked about that mm-hmm. much. So, I've, Blackish is, you know, Blackish, we we need blackish. Okay? <laughs> we need Lawrence Fishburne in blackish. Yes, yeah. and, and it's a lot of deep messages that go into that, you yeah. know. So I, I definitely feel like he has reached his peak, um, Terrence Howard, in his career where he can decide to walk away if he wants right. to. Right. Maybe he has family that he wants to tend to, and, and that's what it is. So there's also something else in the media where 50 Cent went after mm-hmm. um, Tasha as everybody knows her as in power about her hairstyle um and he has been going in i'm not trying to laugh at tasha but what i am saying is why he got to go in so hard on her on social media i feel like for me you know this is somebody who's been making you money this has been making you hit after hit like she's one of the main um actors and characters in power and so it's like where are you going so from for me, I want to ask you, if you had a producer or director <laughs> coming at you like that, how would you think you would respond? Uh, let me see. I've seen 50 do a lot. Oh, yes. I, I've, seen, <laughs> I, I've seen 50 do a lot, man. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, as, as far as that, as far as him saying people like, you know, Jackie Long and Bro Timmy owe him money and things like that. I just think it's all for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 50 is one of those people who... 50 is going to be 50. It's yeah. either you deal with it or you don't. He's shown us um, that many times. <laughs> and, I'm pretty, and, and it's crazy because I'm pretty sure he, you know, posted whatever of, you know, Nateri. Her name's Nateri, right? N- yeah. Nateri? I forgot her last uh, name. Nateri... Nalton. No, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nateri. We apologize for that. But um he's posted whatever of Nateria and they had a meeting or something a week later and he gave her a hug. Like it's just fifth the way fifty is, you just that's fifty. You just gotta kinda deal with it. Mm-hmm. That kinda comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think he made anything personal. I don't think it was anything personal because 
50 goes at everybody. Mm-hmm. The only the only person 50 really means when he means when he says it is when it comes to job rule. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's all entertainment. All entertainment. And <laughs> I think it, I mean, they are at a break right now with power until yeah. January. So maybe that could be his way of like trying to keep some kind of uh, a light around power, yeah, but it's just like you ain't got to do it that way. Don't mm-hmm. be don't be putting your actor, one of your key <laughs> actors, in the limelight in that kind of way. Fifty's a character, I think. He yeah, is. Fifty, like I said, fifty is is fifty, and you you got a choice: either you deal with it or you don't. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he even gives you a yeah, choice. He's like, I'm just gonna do what it takes <laughs> to get where I gotta go. <laughs> so you know, power has been doing numbers. Like, uh, it has been one of the leading shows. And I think for me, the reason I am so into power is because it's so raw. It's so real. You can relate to (laughs) it. Um, And it has been, you know, one of the leading shows on TV. What do you think actors uh, will walk away from a show regarding to numbers or what causes the ratings to increase and decrease? Um, Let me see. As far as... See, I, I, I actually don't know because mm-hmm. I had this conversation with one of my, uh, you know, close friends from college, and um, Power is a very raw show, mm-hmm. and we all love it. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question: Why doesn't Power get mentioned at award shows with Stranger Things or Game of Thrones or mm-hmm. things like that? Mm-hmm. And that was the argument we literally had uh, over text a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's Power is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, I honestly think from my perspective, from my background, from my environment, the best show ever was The Wire. And then... Yeah, a lot of people have said that. From, the, to that. from the Wire, then came Power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I, I definitely feel like power deserves more respect. I agree. At these award shows. I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm I'm nobody. I'm an up-and-coming actor. I'm trying to, you know, get to where a lot of those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but power definitely deserves more respect. And I love Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I love Stranger Things. Uh, Game of Thrones... I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched a lot of episodes of Game of Thrones, but the episodes I did watch of Game of Thrones, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like as far as numbers and things like that, Power was the number, it was always in the top two TV shows. Yeah. Game of Thrones was one, and then Power was Power second. was next, yeah. It deserves to be in some of those categories. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, stop playing with Power. Stop playing with them. <laughs> Y'all know it's good? You know, stop, stop playing with Nateri, stop playing with... Omari, stop stop playing with Joseph. Stop yes. playing with fifty. Stop you know, stop stop playing with Courtney Kemp. Yes. You know, stop playing. Power is is, is that a, show. a great show. Yeah. And we're we're definitely gonna miss it. We're definitely gonna miss it. But I heard they're doing a couple of spin offs. hmm So It'll be back. I heard one is starring Mary J. Blige. So I'm Yes, I've heard that, that too. I've heard that too. That. So, so shout out to Power, shout out yeah. to Fifty and all that cast yeah, in definitely. this show. All right. So why do you think um, there's been something in the media mm-hmm. where a woman's eye bursts after staring at a screen on her phone too long? Like she was literally on her phone all night. Now, I don't know. I know. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, 
I don't know how the hell that happened. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I've I don't never know how heard of that. Because <laughs> it's like, shit, great. Like, go get some Promise. water. Watch an episode of Trap the Series. Watch that. You know, watch Infidelity the movie. Like, like you can. You got a couple of things that you know can. You could have done. That you could have done. Besides being on your phone. Yeah, because when shit coming out your eye and stuff bursting and. You need a hobby. You definitely need a hobby. <laughs> Something else to do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think I don't it's know crazy. How, how that happened. Yeah. But I read that too. I read that too. I'm not sure how that happened. But hopefully, from that experience, she's found a hobby by now. <laughs> yeah, so now, that is true. Yeah. I, I feel like we do spend a lot of time on our phones. We do. And it can mess up the engagement that we have with one another in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just the way the technological advantage of the world has taken its course. Yeah. You know, it's gone from us, like, doing this right here, actually yeah. physically being around one another, yeah. to where we just text and we just call or we yeah. just send a picture or we just communicate over social media. And so um, there's awareness to be brought to that. And I think it's simply just give your phone a break. Can we clap it up for that? Give your phone a break. It is not that deep. Put it down. Go for a walk. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I know we pay our phone bill every month. Yeah, we do. And we're trying to get that usage out of it, but yeah. we don't have yeah. to, like, kill ourselves. Or, or yeah. um, And I didn't even know that could happen, to be honest. So now I'm glad to be aware. I hope everybody else is right. aware. And right. don't, you know, don't utilize right. your phone more than it need to be. Exactly. Do something else. Like exactly. Eric Davis said, get a hobby. Get a hobby. <laughs> you know, a couple of my hobbies, I love to play basketball with the homies. I love to play right. you know, football, go bowling, go to the movies. Like, mm -hmm. Get a damn hobby. The things that Eric Davis likes to That's do. That's what you need. He ain't over here bursting his eye because he got other things to do. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first on Miss Lowry Podcast. <laughs> so the next topic uh, I want to talk about that's going on in the media too is yeah. uh, Monique has sued Netflix. She has. Now, we know this has been in conversation when she felt discriminated against they, in they the mini. They underpaid her, right? They tried to... Yeah, underpaid her. Yeah. You know, there was a controversy about her being underpaid versus a lot of um, Caucasian actors. Right. And she felt like, why is there discrimination against us when um, we are in 2019 and it should be different? That's how I right. see it. Right. Um, do you think you would have handled that differently? Would you have sued? Would you have went as far as Monique? Or would you have kind of tried to create your own lane? Um, first of all, Monique's a legend. So She is. Um, you know, Monique's a legend and she reminded us when, I want to say in 2016 or 17, when she... Uh, my man, David Talbert, I actually went to an acting workshop. Shout mm -hmm. out to David Talbert. Shout out to um, him. Almost Christmas was his film that he had did and Monique. That was Monique's film, like her comeback film. Mm -hmm. uh, she hadn't been in film for about eight years. Mm -hmm. You know, It is at that yeah. level. Even yeah. like the quality of production is there. Thank you. Thank and, you. and I'm so big on that. Like yeah. I'm so big on... And each project that, you know, each project that I create and I drop, it's like the quality has to be there. Because if Always. It's not, yeah. If it's not, you know. I, and, and there's times where I watch something and if the quality's not well, I'm like, ah, I'm going to move on from yep. this on YouTube or Because what, what efforts did you put into it is a real yeah, question. Yeah, we all can turn so. this camera on, but where's the quality? You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. 
Exactly. So we talked about trapped. That's what yeah. I've been like looking at. I um, know someone else who kind of helped out on that film, Andrew yeah. Covington. Yeah, that's um, my shout, out shout out to him. To him. From the 919. One of my best friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely dope. Um, Hey, if you ever want to come on the podcast, let me know as well. Yeah. Drew, come on. Come on, holler at Deonta, man. Come on, holler. Come on, holler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to get to you and your acting in Trap, I want to say phenomenal. Thank you. Like, clap offs to that. (laughs) You know, I've known you for a while. I didn't know you were into acting, but I knew that this is what you were supposed to be doing when I saw it a few episodes of Trapped. Thank you. I really appreciate it. No, seriously. Thank you. And I know that you're getting ready to go big places. Thank you. And I feel like people need to know where to find that as well. Thank you. And other films that you have going on, where can those be found at? Well, uh, all my films are on YouTube. Like, anything I create Even is that. on YouTube. Okay. Uh, you can, you know, YouTube Trap the Series, episode 201. Mm-hmm. Um, once you go to 201, it'll just bring up a list and you can just you know, watch all of season one and season two. Okay. Um, like I said, Tribe the Series was something I created in my dorm room in college. So Wow. Um, one of my uncles, you know, it, it was a combination of a couple of people. It was my uncles, you know, my father, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, my uncle's actually incarcerated now. He's doing a five-year bid right now. So Wow. Sorry to hear that. No, I mean, he's... <clears throat> He's been in there playing. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, shout out to my uncle Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be home soon uh, in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Trap the Series was something I wanted to bring to life. And, you know, I made a story and a film, I'm, I'm sorry, a show about, you know, where I'm from in South Raleigh and, mm-hmm. you know, the things I saw growing up and as far as the hustlers and the you know, the guys with all the jewelry and the cars and mm-hmm. things like that and mm-hmm. things I wanted. So, um, just in my dorm room at UNC Greensboro, I, I was just writing, just literally writing. That is awesome. How was that experience for you? Uh, it was amazing because I look at it now and I didn't realize what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, Isn't that amazing? Yeah, at that time, you know, my basketball career was over. I was like, I don't want to play basketball like on a collegiate level anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, I was a practice player, so it was like I wasn't getting in the game anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, what exactly can I do um, that's going to separate me from others, but it's also something that I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I gave my mother a phone call after thinking for hours, hours. And my mother was like, listen, you you were always impersonating Fresh Prince and Martin, the Martin show when you were growing up and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about becoming an actor? And I was like, my hell no. <laughs> and then I'm like, after I hung up the phone with her, I actually sat back and I thought about it. Like, like wow, the whole time, I, my whole life I had been acting and I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. um, my mother gave me that confidence to, you know, try to move forward with my dreams. And now she's my manager, and I love her to death. And Shout out to mom. Shout out to, you know, yeah. having that support because yeah, it's key support. to have that. You know, your mom Definitely. knows you, your parents, whether it's your mom Definitely. or dad, knows Definitely. you more than anybody else. Yeah. And so to have that support and have someone that you can trust. I mean, your mom, if your mom crossed you, then you might as well find anybody could cross you. Yeah. And so I feel like if you can have your mom as your manager, you know, that's great. Yes. What would you say was probably most challenging of being the character that you served as in Trapped? 
Wow. Um, the most challenging was the fact that I hadn't did prison time before. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Oh yeah. Um, I had to ask certain family members and you know people and friends like, mm-hmm. okay, how was this? Mm-hmm. You know, how was you know when you had an hour mm-hmm. of freedom as far as recess. How exactly did you spend that? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, things like that. So, um, I would say that's the most, that was the most challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to um, portray this character named Fresh and have people actually understand mm-hmm. Fresh. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing for me at first. But other than the prison scenes, I mean, Fresh was, you know... Fresh was my father. Fresh was my Uncle Chris. Fresh was Mitch from Paid and Fool. He was a flashy guy, and he was a guy who would let you know he had money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and he would let you know, like, by not even saying nothing, this is the way I'm getting my bread. Right. Now... Either yeah. like it or not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No so, apologies. Yeah. You know, the BBSs and the Rolexes and mm-hmm. the chains around his mm-hmm. neck and mm-hmm. you know, that's that's fresh. And then, you know, I came up with this character Cash, who's played by Andrew Covington. Okay, yep. Uh, I know that, but they yeah. need to know that too. Yeah, he's played by Andrew Covington. Um Cash was like my Tommy. You know, I was ghost and he was what was the name of your time. character? Let them know. Uh, I was Fresh. You know, so okay. Fre- Fresh was my character. Like I said, I came up with Fresh from, you know, my childhood and what I saw my uncle and, you know, uh, other situations as well. But once I saw season one of Power, it was like... Because that's the way I felt the yeah, resemblance could yeah. have been taken at. Yeah. I, I took that perception to be honest with you i saw trapped and i said i wanted to see a series because the wire was something that was already known yeah but i didn't i wasn't into the wire like that not that it was a bad show it's just around that time i wasn't into stuff like that uh that raw and real in the streets in your face kind of show and then trapped came out and i was like okay I like this. Right. And Trapped <laughs> is what made me get into the mode of liking liking shows like that and what made me watch Thank Power. You. So, you. you know, how does it feel to even hear something like that where um, your webisode right. caused somebody to like the genre of film or showing of what your show is? That's actually uh, That's actually amazing because I had someone in Hollywood tell me, like, listen, your show is... It has the potential to be this generation's The Wire. Mm-hmm. So when that, I totally agree. Yeah, when that person told me that, I was just... He was like, for real? I didn't believe that. Because I be feeling that too, because, you know, people... I no, I didn't yeah. believe that. Like, But like I said, when you have these visions and they actually come to life, mm-hmm. and you yourself, you sit back and you look at it, you're like, okay... But when you impact someone else... That's different. That's a different feeling. Mm-hmm. I agree um, with you. And the fact that I, like, shot Trap the Series in Raleigh, in South Raleigh. Shot it out, 919. Yes. Shot it right there in the heart of it. Yeah. Um, I got from, I think Monique's a legend when it comes to comedy. When it comes, I agree. When it comes to film. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the queens of comedy. Yeah, she's definitely Seriously. one of the queens of comedy. And uh, to see 
you know, net, I, I don't know the story. I don't want to say too much. But um, before suing, I definitely would have tried to speak to someone in the office first to see if we can kind of meet in the middle and figure some things mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. Uh, before I before I would have sued. So, yeah, um, I agree with you. Yeah, I definitely would have tried to work that out first before the suing. Like I said, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Right. Like, that could have been You don't know on. what happened behind the right. scenes. Like, that could have happened. That could have backfired. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to sue. Larger you measures know? taken. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm just saying what I would have did, mm-hmm. you know, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would have tried to talk that over my team. would have tried to talk to their team and, and figure some things out first. Before going that route. Yeah. But she might have did that. We never know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we are all um, serious about what we do, the time that we yeah, put into it, the efforts definitely. that we've taken in order to be able to be present and be progressive in our careers. And so when it's like a lack of opportunity to feel equalized in what we do right. and it's differentiated between our races, that can be a bit rough. You know yeah, what I mean? She kind of, I think she compared it to what Amy Schumer would get paid yeah. versus what she would get paid. Yeah. And I don't mean no harm, you know, no no disrespect to Amy Schumer, but Monique is probably one of the top to do it in comedy for, I ain't going to say female, I'm going to just say comedy in period. general, period. period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Period. And so to, to to try to put an Amy Schumer who hasn't even been in the game, mm-hmm. I like to take experience versus our demographic of who we are, yeah. um, to take a lead for in pay uh, over someone who has the experience and the the accolades and the resume, the catalog, to give her a backing, I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so, if mm-hmm. anything, whatever her justice is, I can't say I would have done the same route. Um, but I will say, whatever that justice looks like for her, and however she's trying to create it, let her do it. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. And I support her. However, it turns out, hopefully, it turns out in a positive direction. Yeah, I, I actually. Um I wish it wouldn't have got to that point of her suing because mm-hmm. I wanted to see her and Netflix come to an agreement and I wanted to see Monique, you know, do her thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Chappelle just put a, put out a special out mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I feel like Monique is one of the pioneers of just comedy, period, not mm-hmm. just when it comes to women. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have loved this to, to see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not too late, but... It's yeah. not. It's we'll not. See, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Shout out to Monique. Shout out to Netflix. I will say um, the last thing yeah. towards that is that um, if you if 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 another company, another uh, broadcasting company can't do it for you, yeah. do it yourself. I think she definitely has you the resources know, to win. She can make something happen if she mm-hmm. really wanted to make it happen. She could. Um, I looked at her network. She's network. a legend. She's a legend. So. Yeah. So I yeah. said to Monique, you know, if Netflix can't make it happen, make your own ish and, make, and create a lane yeah. to where you can give others an opportunity that Netflix didn't give you and you can pay them what they deserve. That's yeah. how you pay it forward and yeah. pay it back to what it was lacking thereof. Exactly. So let's get up and close and personal with you. All right, let's, uh, let's do I, it. I, I'm more interested in that for this, and I think that this is necessary. Okay. There is an upcoming film that you recently talked to me about, but mm-hmm. I want others to know as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Homecoming. Okay. Um, Homecoming. Homecoming is is it's going to be really big. Okay. Homecoming is me showing my versatility as a writer, mm-hmm. as an actor, mm-hmm. as a creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so homecoming, uh, 2015, I created Trap the Series. Did a couple of seasons of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018, I came out with Infidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and now it's homecoming for 2019. And, you know, homecoming is about a couple uh, traveling uh, from North Carolina to Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, you know, they begin to have car problems and then the house, they stop at to ask for help. We don't know if they make it out or not. So. Woo. Um, Sounds like a, a thriller or a horror movie. Yeah. You so know, I wasn't I wanted, expecting that direction with Homecoming. No. I the, like that. But the thing about it is, like I was telling you earlier, in, in Hollywood and in this business, you have to be versatile in every category. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, you know, my character Fresh in Trapped the Series was a, was a hustler. Mm-hmm. And he was all about making money. Mm-hmm. He's all about, you know, doing that. Mm-hmm. And my brother called but well, yeah, he's about doing that. Then, you know, Terry from Infidelity was, you know, a guy who's the head of his marketing company, but he had a problem with being faithful to his wife, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, based off of situations he had been through as a kid mm-hmm. and his upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's, you know, homecoming. And I play a character named Raymond. Mm-hmm. And I'm so possessive, and I'm so psychotic, mm-hmm. and I'm so... I had to dig really deep with this character. He's, really? He's definitely the hardest character I had to play in my life, so... Wow. So far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so... Uh, what would you say were, like, one of your biggest challenges of acting as this character? What caused um, that to be challenging for you? Trying to be crazy the whole time. Yeah. Trying to be mentally you know, psychotic the whole time and mm-hmm. trying to and stay in it even when I'm off camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was it, it was hard, you know, but I have people like Paul Davis who actually shout out to Paul Davis who actually shout out? you know, he wrote the film as well and he directed the film. Um he shot the film too. Um mm-hmm. he keeps you in this element. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the element he keeps you in is he gives you that confidence to bring this character to life. Okay. Um, you know, so I started thinking about my past, my childhood, everything I've been through in my life. Mm-hmm. And Raymond, this character, everything finally came out. You know. Oh, wow. I, well, I can't wait to see it. I poured everything into Raymond. I okay. Think Raymond, first of all, is a, is a 45-year-old man, so I got gray hair in the film and everything. Like, it's, <laughs> wow. It's, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, where can we find this film and and when is it coming out yeah so i'm actually probably releasing um the trailer either tomorrow or a couple of days from now uh, mm-hmm. just depending on 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 how things go um definitely before the end of the year so okay you know before the end of the year right now we're in november mm-hmm. um definitely before the end of the year homecoming will be available on youtube and we'll be at We'll try to get into as many film festivals and everything like that. And, you know, I'm really trying to, like, make things happen. So I think it will do well. I mean, you guys didn't get to see it, but I got a, a small clip of she it. Did. She did. She did. You know, I wasn't going to let her see <laughs> But I said, since I'm on the damn show, so, I'm going to let her see You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, I ain't going to tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got the footage. I can't put it out there. No way. Right. But it's right. going to be awesome. I can already right. tell. It's going to be a movie that y'all do want to see. You want to yeah. see show up in theater, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Friends, family members in track the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I learned from Issa Rae is don't try so hard to network up. Sometimes you just have to network with those around you. Yes, I like um, that. And that's what I did. And we got two amazing seasons out of it. Um, 
and trap the series. Whoa. Cut the lights off on us. We well, yeah. can still see us. Yeah, we, we, still, we, we still here. We still know? here. Yeah. We don't let the lights and, stop you know, us. Trap the series is something amazing. And, you know, once I do a project, I like to move on from it. But that's one of those beginning projects where if everything is right, I'll definitely go right back to it. Right back to it. Right I think it's it. one of those series that you could go back to. Yeah. I think anything that you will do, you'll be able to go back to. Thank you. Uh, what is some advice that you think you could give to someone who is starting out in filmmaking mm -hmm. and on that same path that you're on right now with it? Um, wow. Because I'm not even where I want to be as far as the industry. Um, as far as filmmaking and creating and writing and acting and producing and directing mm -hmm. the advice I can give to anybody else is understand that it is a journey it is understand that it is a journey nothing is going to happen overnight but never give up mm -hmm. simply with my dreams I've lost relationships mm -hmm. I've lost friendships mm -hmm. I've lost everything it wasn't all bad. It was just, you know, God telling me, like, okay, for what you're doing, these people aren't the right individuals to be around you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so just keep going. Like I said earlier in the podcast, Nip said it the most. Like, the definition of a marathon is for your dreams to take you through every single emotion. Yes. At times, acting has, has been the best feeling in my life mm -hmm, ever. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Then respected opinion is where you need to come. You know, respected opinion is where, you know, we find out as much information about you as well and figure out how, you know, the rest of the world can connect with you. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest thing, just networking with respected opinion. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, my boy CD, Sidarius Wright, came to me about a year and a half ago, like, yo, we need to do something. You know, like, you know, I know you're filming, I know you're doing other things you're creating, but let's make this happen. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's been good, and I, I love doing it. And mm -hmm. we got new episodes of Respected Opinion coming soon. We got Homecoming coming. We got a lot of shit. Got a lot of on. stuff going. A lot of stuff going. And so I'm proud of you. I want to tell thank you, you I that. I really appreciate it. I'm proud of you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I think that um, it's so good to see us doing something great. You mm -hmm. know, we have a lot of inspirations, but I think the most largest inspiration we should have is the purpose that God has aligned us to do here on earth, Definitely. what our assignment is, mm -hmm. and we're going to do that no matter what. No matter if somebody brings us down, somebody talks about us. And, and says that we're not doing enough. You know, somebody tries to create a barrier, yeah. a block in the road. The purpose is still there. You know what I mm. mean? And so I'm glad that you've had some things we've talked about off camera that have probably caused some roadblocks for you, but yeah. you didn't allow them to be what stopped you. No, not at all. And so I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Um, thank I want to thank you for coming on this episode. I want to thank you for having me. Yes. Really. I, I really I, appreciate this. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. I appreciate talking with you. Yes. I appreciate talking with y'all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we awesome. got a lot amazing more stuff up. coming we, up. We got some amazing things popping. Mm -hmm. We're going to make that happen. Yeah. We're make a lot well, happen. I hope to be on Respected Opinions of podcast course. soon. Of course. As we've talked about. Of course. Um, and I hope to have you back on soon. Yes. So, yeah. before we end out, is there anything else you want to tell the wonderful people that are listening in? Uh, I mean, like I said before, just always, you know, chase your dreams. Yeah. Always chase your dreams. There's going to be a million people to tell you no, but all it takes is that one yes. Yes. And once you get that one yes, 
Can't nobody stop you. All day long. You know, so that that's my advice to y'all. <laughs> y'all advice to me. <laughs> y'all hear it here first. So before I want to end it out, I want yeah. to say a prayer over your success in your let's, journey. Let's get it. Let's and we'll get it. end it out like that. All right, let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be in the presence of you, to be in the presence of surrounding ourselves in your glory, God. We give everything that we do, the victories that we own and that we have won to you, for you own time and you own the ability for us to have transparency and progression in our success, oh God. I thank you for this young man beside me, this and I say young man, but we're the same age. So let me not even say that, God. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for this opportunity for us as both young individuals in this everlasting, growing world that we live in to have an opportunity to work towards success, to work towards the things that we have been put on this earth to do. God, cover him as he walks his journey in filmmaking, in acting, in podcasting. Not allow no negative thoughts or people that try to surround him seep into the embellishment of his success, God. He has a journey and it is bright oh heavenly father he has a purpose and it is bright oh god the things that he has worked on god bless them god thank you for covering him so far oh heavenly father thank you for seeing him through the many projects that he's already done such as trapped infidelity and homecoming oh god allow homecoming to be success oh god allow it to make others look at him and see him as motivation not something to hate or envy but something to motivate them to inspire them to be as great as they can be as well oh god in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit i pray this prayer in jesus name amen amen all right before we go first of all i really appreciate that no really problem that. thank you um before we go shout out to my castmates shout out to melody shout out to keith shout out to david uh shout out to chris as well the best makeup artist in the world y'all gonna see Raymond B. You know, I ain't gonna tell y'all too much, but shout out to Chris as well. Shout out to Paul Davis. Shout out to everybody who had everything to do with Homecoming, the film. Yes. The trailer is dropping, I, I want to say either tomorrow or a couple of days after. Either way, it's coming soon, damn it. It's coming. It's coming. And we appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and end out the show um, for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Mr. Eric Davis, for Thank coming you for on. Having me, Allow me to Thank get you. close and personal with Thank you. you. Um, well, if nothing further ado, this is Miss LaRay's podcast. Thank you for tuning in with Miss LaRay. I hope y'all have a great day. We are number one in inspiration, cultural, and social awareness podcasting. Thank y'all. Take care. Y'all be